It's about to be the start of a new year, or maybe you're listening to this episode and it's a new month or a new week, or maybe you're just planning a major life shift or a small change in your life. However, if you're like most, after a few weeks or months, you find that in the past, with your goals and your visions and aspirations, you find that your determination and your discipline dwindle down. And you just can't seem to stick with it. Well, today's episode is specifically for you because I'm going to be sharing with you biblical truths to enable and empower you to stay the course and accomplish the goals and dreams that you have been thinking about and working toward for some time now. So stay tuned. Apples! Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. The Good Apple is a place where Christ followers at any stage of your walk can learn to apply powerful, life-transformative, biblical truths to live in the world, but not of the world, according to John 15. We are a community of kingdom kids who live bright lives, seasoned and salty, with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world as directed in Matthew 5. We are the remnant of God's people, the good apples, who invite God into our everyday lives and live in success, health, wealth, prosperity, peace, and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in Isaiah 65. Apples, welcome or welcome back. Hello, apples. Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. I do hope that you are enjoying this four-part series where we have been focusing on personal development. We've been looking to the Bible for our direction as we grow as individuals who follow Christ. Now, to those of you who have reached out to me to say that you're enjoying the series, thank you so very much. Now, this is your first time and you're tuning in and you haven't reached out to me. Or maybe you've been listening for some time now and you haven't let me know. Please be sure to drop me a message either on direct messenger through any one of the social media platforms or you can send me an email directly. Now all of my contact information is down below. Apples, I would love to give you a formal welcome. So please reach out to me. Now if you have been listening in for some time, a welcome back you know, my returning listeners, I do hope that you're finding the information helpful. I also know that when you apply the information, it is going to be life transformative. However, we just have to do the work. But anything worth having is definitely worth the effort. Let me know if you agree. Now, before we get too much further into today's episode, I do want to take a moment and give our weekly special shout out to a good apple who has tuned in and reached out to let me know that he or she is listening in. So if you haven't done so again, I urge you because I would love to give you a special shout out. So this week, our special good apple shout out goes to Jennifer J in Southern Georgia. Now, Jennifer has been an avid listener for some time now, and she has been extremely active in communicating with me and letting me know that she's tuning in and she continues the conversation. She also lets me know that she is looking forward to upcoming episodes, and it truly means a lot to me. So thank you so very much, Jennifer, for continuing the conversation and for showing up week after week 
to support the Good Apple Podcast. May God continue to richly bless you and your family. This episode of the Good Apple Podcast is being sponsored by SharondaSimone.com, the website where I share all of my raves and faves for beauty, motherhood, fashion, home decor, and lots more. All of these items will keep you bougie on a budget. So be sure to check out www.SharondaSimone.com. Now back to our show. Now before I continue too much further, I do want to just say that I know my voice might sound a little bit different. Maybe my tone is a little bit more calm, but that is because I am up early recording this episode before my littles get up, before my family gets up. So I'm over here drinking coffee, trying to warm up my vocal cords and still deliver good quality audio to you guys. So I do apologize if my voice sounds a bit off. However, we are going to get through this. You are still going to get the message that God has for you in this episode. All right. Now, if you're able to go ahead and bow your head, close your eyes, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for sparing our lives to see another day. Lord, we thank you so very much for the opportunity to come together and to discuss your word. God, we're so happy that we're able to learn from each other and fellowship together and grow together. Lord, I thank you so much for the ability to connect with so many people across the world. And we thank you so much for the truths that you have given us in your word to guide us. Right now, Father God, I just come against any distraction of the enemy in this moment, in my atmosphere, in my life, as well as for our listeners, God. We bind you up, Satan, in the name of Jesus. We have authority over you, according to the Bible, Luke 10, 19, and we enact that authority now. Lord, I also want to uh, thank you for sending Holy Spirit to rest and to remain with us here on earth. Lord, we invite you into this podcast episode, and we look forward to all that you're going to teach us in this season. We give you all the praise and the adoration, Lord. We love you, Dad. We surrender this time to you, and we invite you to do what you would and what you will in this episode. All of this we ask in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Apples, as you know, the Good Apple Podcast is a relatable podcast. And because of that, I know that I am not the only one who can relate to this scenario. All right, so you have a goal that you're working toward. And initially, your momentum is high, right? And you're very disciplined. You know, you're taking the action steps that are needed to achieve your goal. Then about two or maybe even three months later, you look up and you realize that you've stopped being disciplined. You've stopped you know, doing the action steps that are needed to accomplish your goal. Now, if you can relate to that scenario in any way, please let me know because it's always great for us to have real conversations because like I say, in most of the episodes, we are doing this thing called life together. Now, a few years ago, 
Uh, I gave birth to Brennan, and he is my first child that I delivered, okay? You guys, if you've been following me here on the podcast or on social media, you know that I do have a blended family. So we have five children all together, and I birthed three. So about um, eight years ago, I gave birth to Brennan, and at that time, I was extremely overweight, Okay, I had hit the highest weight I'd ever been after I delivered, and I was still gaining weight. I remember being at his first birthday party, and I took a few photos, and when I looked at one of the pictures, my heart sank. I could hardly recognize myself, and even though I did have moments of happiness and true contentment, I knew that deep down I wasn't happy with how I was treating my body and how I was treating myself. It was in that moment that I remember speaking with my husband, and, you know, I was having a very vulnerable conversation with him. Now, the details of that conversation aren't as clear to me now because it has been, you know, over eight years. However, I do remember him saying something to me that has changed my life, and it has changed my perspective. So when we were talking... And I was explaining to him how I was frustrated with my weight gain and my lack of health discipline. He told me that, you know, if you wanted to do it, you would do it. Ever since I met you, anything you put your mind to, you've accomplished that goal. So if you really wanted to change your life with regard to your health, then you would do it. Now, Apples, let me, let me just tell you, okay, my initial reaction was hurt. Okay, I was so hurt and I was so sad. You know, of course, he did tell me that he was, you know, still in love with me and he still found me beautiful regardless. He still loved me regardless. And I know that to be true. However, his statements about my lack of truly wanting to be healthy and truly wanting to lose weight, those statements cut me so very deeply. I remember thinking to myself, how could he say that? How could he say those things to me when he could see how emotionally distraught I was because of my weight and because of my health? Then after, you know, I proverbially shot the messenger, okay, I got over myself, Apples, and I really listened to the words that he said and and I reflected on my life up until then. And I realized that while I didn't like what he said, My husband was telling the truth. Throughout my life, I have always been a very disciplined individual and extremely determined. And because of that, I have been able to accomplish many things in life. And now some of that is just, you know, my personality. And some of that is just the fact that I do hold high expectations for myself. However, the majority of my discipline comes from the fact that I don't think that I can do it alone. When I look back at some of the hardest times in my life and some of the biggest goals that I've been able to accomplish, I realized that it was during those times that I rested heavily on Jesus. I rested heavily on Holy Spirit. When my husband said to me that if I really wanted to change my life, I would do it, his words made me think. His words made me reflect. Yes, again, I was initially hurt. 
you know, it wasn't as though I was dealing with any medical conditions, but I just knew that my health wasn't what it needed to be because I wasn't fueling my body properly. I wasn't moving my body intentionally. And so I did sit down, put my emotions aside and listen to what my husband said. And I'm grateful to God that I did because it was in that moment that my life changed with regard to health and wellness. Now, over the years, I have had two more amazing children and I'm currently losing baby weight from baby number three. However, the same element of determination and discipline that I used to lose nearly 100 pounds eight years ago, those are the same skills and personal development actions that I use today to accomplish my goals. Apples, when I don't do this, when I don't use these same skills and action steps, I'm not successful. Or my goals are harder to reach and accomplishing them is much more burdensome. Surprisingly enough, when my husband commented on my discipline and determination that he noticed throughout the years being with me, I took a moment to really look at my past goals and accomplishments, and I also looked at those goals that I didn't reach. So I stopped and and I sought out God, you know, in this moment, and I began to be brutally honest with myself. And I urge you to do the same, because in the moment when I was brutally honest with myself and I sought God, I found the key to what I like to call stick with itness. <laughs> and it's the element that we as Christians can tap into to help us keep going, to stay focused and not to quit. Now, after this quick break, I'm going to break down exactly what I'm talking about. And even though this story is personal to me, the lessons that I learned are going to be applicable to you specifically. And that's the great thing about the word of God. Apple's God's word is truth, regardless of who you are and what the circumstance. I hope you're excited to hear what I have to share because I cannot wait to share it with you. I know it's going to impact you greatly. You're listening to The Good Apple Podcast, the weekly show that airs on Sundays. Thanks for being here. Now back to our show. Apples. When I think of discipline, I look at it like this. Discipline is doing what we should do even when we don't want to do it. Or not doing what we shouldn't when we want to. So going back to my personal story of weight loss of nearly 100 pounds, I remember times when I didn't feel like working out, but I knew that if I wanted to reach my goal, I had to. The feeling wasn't there, and in fact, I would have rather just sit down and stare at a wall versus working out at times. But that's the thing about discipline. Discipline is about denying yourself, you know, your flesh, in the moment for the bigger picture so that you can accomplish your goal. But how many of us can relate to the fact that in and of ourselves, discipline can be really hard. I know that there are times, even now when I don't feel like eating properly, I don't feel like sacrificing my time to work out, I don't feel like being disciplined and going to bed when I should. And that's because as humans, our nature is such that we want to make ourselves feel good. Now remember the message from last week's episode. 
Now, if you haven't heard that, I encourage you to listen to it because all of the information in this four-part series, it builds on itself. And I really don't want for you to miss a key element that can make the world of a difference. So if you remember last week, one of the takeaways is that we are supposed to be doing activities today that we will thank ourselves for tomorrow. So do activities today that you will thank yourself for tomorrow. For those of you who have been following along and using the handouts and the weekly accompanying worksheets, you know that one activity was to chart your day. Then you're to see where you can make changes to be more productive and intentional with your time. If you haven't received those materials, just drop me an email. All of my contact information is below and I will send it out to you ASAP, all right? So if you did the worksheet and you did the activity, okay, from last week, it's as though you have been able to essentially find all of this new time, right? Um, and so with this new time, the question then is, how can we stay the course? You know, our mindset has changed and we have now found this elusive more time, but how can we stick with it? How can we keep on the path toward our goals? In those moments when we fail or we get rejected, when we don't hit the milestone, when we are tired and sore, when we're all tapped out, when we have nothing more to give, how can we reach deep down and pull out the resilience and the willpower that we need to get it done? Apples, we can't by ourselves. Because you see, as humans, yes, we are made in God's image. And God never gets tired. He never fails. He never loses. He never gives up. He never has a moment of weakness. Now, you're probably thinking that I'm going to say, therefore, because we are made in God's image, then we are the same as God. No apples. We aren't, in fact, okay? Um, and if we look at the life of Jesus, remember, he came as God in the flesh, you know, God as man form, so that we can look at the life of Jesus all throughout his 33 years and we see where he had to stop and take a break. Where he had to stop and eat. He had to stop and sleep. He had to get help at times. So we need to look more at the life of Jesus and how he handled moments when he wanted to quit. You know, when life was hard. Let's look at the night before he was crucified. And, you know, if you can recall, he was in the garden of Gethsemane and he was praying to God. And he was saying that, God, I don't want to go through with the crucifixion. I don't want to be separated from you for even a moment. However, in short, when we see how Jesus responded in this time of high stress, I mean, that was a stressful moment, knowing that you're going to die and take on the burden, the sins, all the ugly, the evil of the world past, present, and future, and the fact that he would have to be separated from God the Father, Jesus didn't want to do it. However, he said, you know what, God? Not my will, but yours be done. I'll do whatever you want for me to do. You see, when Jesus was facing moments of despair, at times he didn't want to do what he should do, but he leaned on God. And since Jesus died and was raised from the dead, 
and he ascended into heaven, we now have Holy Spirit here on earth. Holy Spirit is our help here on this earth. He is the comforter. He is the spirit of truth. He is our earthly, omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent help. According to the words of Jesus, we have an even better covenant now that Holy Spirit is here on earth because he can help us. And because Jesus died for our sins, we now can be in right standing with God the Father. Realize that when Jesus was here on earth, he didn't have Holy Spirit, but apples we do. And this is the praise moment for this episode. As Christians, we can realize that we have earthly assistance from Holy Spirit. And in doing so, we can tap into the fruit of the Spirit as listed in Galatians 5 verses 22 to 25. If you have your Bible, go ahead and turn there for me. Um, if you are listening to this podcast, you're commuting, you know, you're working, don't worry. All of the Bible verses that I reference, they will be in your accompanying handouts, okay? So be sure to refer to those. They will be, you know, in the email that I send out to you, okay? So Galatians 5, 22 to 25. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, or envying each other. Apples, that's it. That is the key to long-standing self-control, self-discipline, and real determination. As humans, we are in fact limited, okay? Our resources in and of ourselves are limited. No matter how tough you are, no matter how driven you are, no matter how smart you are, no matter how badly you want to accomplish your goals, there will come a time when you are all tapped out. When you don't want to keep going, when you feel like giving up, when you feel like giving in, and it's in those moments that we must look to Holy Spirit. One of the fruits of the Spirit is self-discipline, self-control. So in those moments, apples, when I don't feel like doing right by my health and my fitness, you know, or my personal goals as far as emotion control or parenting, budgeting, in those moments when I don't feel like doing the right thing, I don't look to myself. I look to Holy Spirit. I lean into the fact that self-discipline is one of the fruits and the evidence that Holy Spirit is operating in my life. Apples. Look at it this way. When you plant an apple seed and it's underneath the soil, nobody knows what's underneath. Nobody can predict what's going to grow. The only way that someone knows that an apple seed was even planted was because eventually an apple tree emerges and bears apple fruit. When we accept Holy Spirit in our lives and when we invite the Lord to operate in our lives through Holy Spirit here on earth, it will be evident by the fruits of Holy Spirit. Today's episode, we are focusing on discipline, doing what we should do 
even when we don't want to do it or not doing what we shouldn't do when we want to. So the question is, have you invited Holy Spirit into your everyday life? Do you do it continually? Have you agreed to allow Holy Spirit to guide your daily activities, your thoughts, your ambitions, and your goals? Remember, God is a God of order, and he is going to be involved in your life as much as you'll invite him and allow him to. Let's look at Jesus' life here on earth, okay? So again, if you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew 13, verse 58. Now, this verse is just a snippet of the big picture. I do encourage you to read the whole passage to get a more full understanding. But in Matthew 13, verse 58, it reads, And he, being Jesus, did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. Apples. Some of us look at the goals on our list and think it would be a miracle if I actually accomplished this goal. So apples, do you have faith? That's the question. I ask myself that all the time. Do I have faith? Let's look again at Mark 6 verses 10 to 11. And he told them, when you enter a house, stay there until you leave that area. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to you, shake the dust off of your feet when you leave that place as a testimony against them. That's Jesus talking to his disciples about how they were going to witness as they spread the word of, you know, the gospel around the area. And he said to them, if someone is not going to welcome you or listen to you, shake the dust off, move on to the next. Now, since Jesus told his disciples to do this, it would follow that he practiced what he preached. We can take this and we can make it personal. If we don't welcome Holy Spirit, and if we don't listen, then he's not going to be free to operate in our lives. I know personally, I don't want Holy Spirit dusting off his feet and walking out, okay? Now you can take that as literally or as figuratively as you would like, but either way, I'm not trying to experience that. <laughs> no, a moment ago, I asked you, do you have faith? Because if we know we have faith, and since we know that when we ask Holy Spirit in our lives in an active way, then the fruit and evidence of Holy Spirit is going to be self-discipline, then there's nothing that should hold us back from being able to exercise that self-discipline on a daily basis. In my life, what I do is I will literally call on Holy Spirit at any given time in any given situation. For example, there are days when, you know, as a doctor, I know that I'm going to be dealing with a difficult, unpleasant patient. You know, sometimes it's because the difficulty is that their physical pre presentation, you know, has me stumped. You know, I've, I've racked my brain and I'm just, you know, I'm like, okay, Lord, what do I need to do to, you know, help this person physically in this moment? Or sometimes, it is because of their personality, you know, newsflash, not all patients are nice. Um, but anyway, in those moments before I enter the examination room and begin my patient appointment, I will stand outside the door and I whisper underneath my breath, Holy Spirit, help me. That's my way of, you know, reminding Holy Spirit and myself that, hey, I have faith in him, that he is my present help 
and that he will help to discipline me in this moment, not to react or respond out of my flesh, or to lean on him to help me help my patient. Similarly, even in my relationships with my children and my spouse and my friendships, I do the same thing. If I'm in a situation where I know that Sharonda doesn't have what it takes, I say, Holy Spirit, you know, I usher him in to that moment. So let's take this to your goal list, okay? In your handouts, you'll see a sheet there. It's designated for you to write down some of your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, all right? Um, And these are some that, you know, maybe have been a roadblock for you or you haven't had as much progress in these goals. You know, if you have those put them on this list, or you can put, you know, any of your goals, you know, even if they're new goals that you're working toward. But I want you to write these goals down and I want for you to actively invite Holy Spirit into the accomplishing of these goals. Now, if you did the work from last week's episode, then you know that there might be some goals that you aren't supposed to move toward and Holy Spirit, he is faithful. He will show you that as well. But when you look at your goal list, you know, and you look at the ones that have been difficult for you to accomplish, I urge you, I encourage you to invite Holy Spirit in, invite his help in, ask him to show you the resources that you need or that you already have, invite him to enable the connections that you need and the steps that you need to take to be successful. In and of yourself, in and of myself, we don't have what it takes. And I think as soon as we can all realize that, you know, we can't do this life without God and without Holy Spirit here on earth, the sooner we truly realize just how weak and frail we are in and of ourselves, that will enable and enact Holy Spirit to show up and to show out in our lives, to do work in our lives because we have given him permission. This next Bible verse uh, or verses, I think is just so applicable. It's in 2 Corinthians 12, verses eight to 10. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Wow, apples. How absolutely awesome is that? We get to rest in our own weakness, because we know that once we come to the end of ourselves and truly submit to God, then that is where his all-powerful strength is magnified. It is blown up. It explodes. When I think about the times in my life when I wanted to give up and when I wanted to throw in the towel, you know, those times when I felt most weak and vulnerable, if I had the right frame of mind, okay, in those moments to surrender and give it to Holy Spirit and invite him in to that weakness, it was in those moments that I was actually able to accomplish the most. 
Now, in an effort to you know keep this podcast somewhat short, I'm going to stick with the same example I used in the beginning, my weight loss journey of nearly 100 pounds. I vividly remember moments when I wanted to reach for an extra slice of cake or I wanted to sit on my tush after work instead of working out. And I also vividly remember thinking to myself, Sharonda, you have Holy Spirit. Yes, you might be tapped out. I am tapped out in this moment. However, I have Holy Spirit operating in my life. And the fruit of that seed is self-discipline. It is self-control. Emotionally, spiritually, financially, physically. And apples, once I remembered that and I ushered Holy Spirit into that moment of weakness, I didn't act on my flesh desires. I didn't act on my flesh weaknesses. Now, I'm not saying that I always get it right. Obviously, I'm still human. Okay, so I'm not up here saying that I always do it right. But I can say that all those years ago, once I truly realized that my weakness is actually an invitation for God to be at his best in my life, that was life transforming. When my husband pointed out to me that my self-discipline has always or had always accounted for my success, it was in that moment that I took the hard truth and realized that, you know what? I didn't want it badly enough because if I wanted it badly enough, then I would have realized that I couldn't do it on my own. Sure, I was taking, you know, steps. I, I was trying to make lifestyle changes. But up until then, up until that pivotal conversation with my husband, my weight loss journey had only been mine. Using my own limitations, my own strengths, my own resource, which as you know, our best is nothing it's like nothing compared to what God can do. So today, I'm going to encourage you to take a moment and reflect. You'll have notes and reflection sheets in your accompanying documents, okay? And Apples, I urge you to reflect and see if there are goals on your list that you have been trying to achieve without Holy Spirit. If you have pushed yourself to the very limit of your own knowledge and resources and understandings, if you've tapped into all of your own resources and education, and maybe you feel as though you can't go any further because you keep failing or, or falling short, in this moment, rejoice. Get happy and know that when we are at our end, when we're at our weakest, that's when God is at his best. Because if we're wise, like the author in Corinthians, we will invite Holy Spirit in and give him the green light. You're listening to The Good Apple Podcast, the weekly show that airs on Sundays. Thanks for being here. Now back to our show. Apples, the next time you find yourself wanting to skip a workout, you know, or to spend money you should be saving, or to give in to your flesh desires instead of sticking to your discipline, okay, realize your weaknesses and call on Holy Spirit. Remember, this information can be applied to any one of the goals on your goal list. Remind yourself that you have planted seeds. The evidence is fruit, self-discipline. So the only thing left to do in that precise moment when you would otherwise give in is to show your fruit. Let me take a moment just to reiterate it. When we invite Holy Spirit into our lives, 
then we can be obedient to his voice. Yes, we have to daily surrender our will to God's will. And once we do, we simply need to show our fruit. It's simple, not always easy, but it's simple. Show your fruit. If we know or since we know that Holy Spirit, once we invite him into our lives, is there, he is active. A fruit of that is self-control. So tell yourself, remind yourself, hey, Holy Spirit is here. I don't have to give in. I don't have to give out. I literally can do this because it's not me. It's the fruit in me. Show your fruit, apples. Remember, we aren't perfect. So if you make a mistake, he is faithful. He is still there to help. God is still our help. But it's all about our heart condition. If we are sincerely working toward our goals with the help of Holy Spirit, you know, we just have to repent. Repent when we make a mistake. Get back on track and keep going. I do hope this message has blessed you. If it has, please be sure to let me know. You guys know that I enjoy chatting it up with you on other social media platforms and keeping the conversation going. Also, too, don't forget to enter the giveaway. I'll be doing one of my personal development kits. Okay, I'm going to be giving away a personal development kit to one of the good apples. Um, it's going to be a book, a journal, some writing instruments and such. And to enter, all you have to do is make sure that you are on my email list. That way I can keep in touch with you. All right. Also too, be sure to share this podcast with a friend and let me know when you do. And then finally, just be sure to follow the Good Apple podcast on either IG, so Instagram or Facebook or both, okay? All of the information to do so is linked down below in the show notes. Apples, thank you so very much for tuning in. Remember, I am Sharonda Simone, and I will either see you at the top or from the top. You decide. Bye.